Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, each and every one who are joining us today. We just bless and we praise God for each and every one of you. We welcome you to this day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah, God, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And we welcome you to a morning walk in God's word. Amen. Amen and amen. Today we are continuing with our walk through the book of 1 Corinthians. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 in its entirety. And as always, we are coming from the message version. And it reads, And don't tell me that I have no authority to write like this. I'm perfectly free to do this. Isn't that obvious? Haven't I been given a job to do? Wasn't I commissioned to this work in a face-to-face meeting with Jesus, our Master? Aren't you yourselves proof of the good work that I've done for the Master? Even if no one else admits the authority of my commission, you can't deny it. Why, my work with you is living proof of my authority. I'm not shy in standing up to my critics. We who are on missionary assignments from God have a right to a decent accommodations, and we have right to support for us and our families. You don't seem to have raised questions with the other apostles and our master's brothers and Peter in these matters, so why me? Is it just Barnabas and I who have to go it alone and pay our own way? Are soldiers self-employed? Are gardeners forbidden to eat vegetables from their own garden? Don't milkmaids get to drink their fill from the pail? I'm not just sounding off because I'm irritated. This is also written in the scriptural law. Moses wrote, don't muscle an ox to keep it from eating the grain when it's threshing. Do you think Moses' primary concern was the care of farm animals? Don't you think his concern extends to us? Of course. Farmers plow and thresh expecting something when the crop comes in. So if we have planted spiritual seed among you, is it out of line to expect a meal or two from you? Others demand plenty from you in these ways. Don't we who have never demanded deserve even more? But it's okay, we're not going to start demanding now that we've always had a perfect right to. Our decision all along has been to put up with anything rather to get in the way or detract from the message of Christ. All I'm concerned with right now is that you not use our decision to take advantage of others, depriving them of what is rightly theirs. You know, don't you, that it's always been taken for granted that those who work in the temple live off the proceeds of the temple and that those who offer sacrifice at the altar eat the meals from what has been sacrificed. Along the same lines, the master directed that those who spread the message be supported by those who believe the message. Still, 
I want it made clear that I've never gotten anything out of this for myself and that I'm not writing now to get something. I'd rather die than give anyone ammunition to discredit me or impugnate my motives. If I proclaim the message, it's not to get something out of it for myself. I'm compelled to do it and doomed if I don't. If this was my own idea of just another way to make a living, I'd expect some pay. But since it's not my idea, but something solemnly entrusted to me, why would I expect to get paid? So am I getting anything out of it? Yes. As a matter of fact, the pleasure of proclaiming the message at no cost to you. You don't even have to pay my expenses. Even though I am free of the demands and expectations of everyone, I have voluntarily become a servant to any and all in order to reach a wide range of people. Religious, non-religious, meticulous, moralist, loose living, immoralist, the defeated, the demoralized, whoever. I don't take on their way of life. I kept my bearings in Christ, but I entered their world and tried to experience things from their point of view. I've become just about every sort of servant there is in my attempts to lead those I meet into a God-saved life. I did all this because of the message. I didn't just want to talk about it. I wanted to be in on it. You've all been to the stadium and seen the athletes race. Everyone runs. One wins. Run to win. All good athletes train hard. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You're after one that's gold eternally. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No sloppy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it, and then missing out myself. Amen, amen, and amen. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 9 in its entirety, and we know that the word of the Lord is already blessed. And now that you have had the time to take a morning walk in God's word, we pray that you will go forward in this day and allow God's word to walk through you as you have a blessed, prosperous, Holy Ghost-filled day in Jesus' name on purpose. Know that we love you with the love of Christ, but more importantly, God loves you. God bless and have a good day.